I didn't get to thank our guest speaker this morning. Ron Hager has participated with this congregation for a number of years, even when he was living in another state. Uh, we're very glad to have him with us this morning. Would you please help me welcome Ron Hager? Thank you. Seeking the Philosopher's Stone, a self, soul, and spirit's psychic journey to a new philosophical foundation. When I was asked to speak, I was told that the subject matter of the first part of this year was going to be seeking. So. Uh, this morning I want to share a very classical way of seeking the alchemy alluded to in the Emerald Tablet. Like the tablet on which was written the Ten Commandments, there's almost as fo much folklore about the Emerald Tablet as there was about what was written upon it. So I based this presentation on a book entitled The Emerald Tablet Alchemy for Personal Transformation by Dennis William Hauk. Hauk has emerged both Eastern and Western esoteric foundations to build an intriguing psychological alchemy based on a meditation technique. And I think that this technique shares several of the same threads that are used in fabricating several of the world's religions. Now meditation is really catching on in the West. This month's Time Magazine has an article about meditation for children and the scientific studies that show that children who meditate in school situations attain better grades, better attention spans, better behavior. And so it goes from the child to the final stages of life. They're finding out that meditation helps Alzheimer's patients and caregivers to lengthen their telomeres and actually lengthen their lifespan in a more healthy manner from meditation. So let's learn this technique. How claims that the Emerald Tablet reveals a seven-step alchemical process through which one's ego and persona illusions are melted away to make room for your infinite cosmic being to join a revitalized combination of your soul and spirit. These changes lead us to the Philosopher's Stone, the prize sought for thousands of years by thousands of alchemists. According to Hauk, alchemy guides us on a journey that we all take, the transformation from being a child of humanity to being a child of the cosmos. For me, for example, my specific path was from becoming the child of a Southern Baptist military family 
to becoming a child of the Taoist family of nature. So follow along either at the front of your bulletin or on this chart here, which that is a picture of, as I summarize the Emerald Tablet Pathway to the Philosopher's Stone. Development starts at the bottom, just as kundalini energy in Western thought starts at the bottom chakra, the root chakra, and then it moves up through the spine to the crown chakra above the head. This may look complicated, but it's actually a path that returns us to our simple, essential basics. It helps us to do as Frank Lloyd Wright said, quote, Think simple, as my old master used to say meaning reduce the whole of its parts into the simplest terms, getting back to first principles. And that's what we do through this process. You've probably heard it said, or perhaps said it to yourself, that hell is not somewhere else, it's here on earth right now. Well, in that same fashion... At times, everyone experiences a psychological purgatory right here on earth right now. There's times like divorce or graduation or moving across the world when life demands that we move to a new reality. And just as prayer is said to help souls in purgatory move to a new reality... So meditation helps us deal with our mental needs at times that we have to let go of old ways of thought and develop new ones. And that is when we need the first alchemical step. It's when we can start recovering a sense of truer self, sense of self and foundation, and we do it by frying ourselves, by we use it, the fire of calcination, the first step. That is a burning down to the basics of our sense of self, and we burn it down with the fire of conscious reason applied through meditation over time. This concentrated logic identifies and and eliminates all the illusions, preconceptions, or authorities within our psyches which are no longer functional. In the Hindu culture, this first step is termed awakening the kundalini fire stored in the first chakra since birth. This burning of the sense of self down to its bare bones, frees the mind to focus on soul and spirit in the second step called dissolution. Hauk uses these terms soul and spirit 
to summarize what Taoism would call the yin and yang of our psychic self. Briefly, soul, symbolized by the alchemical element sulfur, is our intuition. It's our tie to our temporal past. Soul is shaped by our social ethics that we were taught by family and friends, church and law. Our spirit, on the other hand, is symbolized by the element mercury, and that is our imagination. It's our awareness of the ethereal, of the spiritual, and and it's our hope for the future. Our spirit is our source for both creativity and our sense of absolute truth, goodness, or beauty. This process of dissolution is symbolized by the classic element, element water because it dissolves our spirit and soul consciousness into the pool of our subconsciousness, drowning our self with its Jungian archetypes. This mental processing opens our dreams and our emotional origins to a subconsciousness which is now a bigger part of our mental and meditative process because we have burned up all our illusions of self and reduced it to a more manageable mental concept. This dissolution occurs in the sacral chakra, which is considered in the East to be the center of our subconscious energy. The third element of air is centered in the diaphragm chakra, where our life energy called chi or prana comes to reside as we breathe it in. Here, the process of separation finishes removing our soul and spirit concepts from any relation to superficial self-images. I see this process symbolized in Christianity in the crucifixion where Jesus is separated from his physical self in order to become the soul and spirit of the church. Now we come to the fourth stage of conjunction. The last of the alchemical black stages, Hauk says. We haven't quite wiped out our whole mental process with our meditation, but we're getting close. In this conjunction phase, having separated from the influence of an illusion-based self, the yin and yang duality of the intuition of the soul and the... uh, imagination of the spirit are buried in the earth center of the heart chakra. There, they too minimize within our meditative awareness as we enter the darkness of no thing where neither self, soul, nor spirit dwell. 
You've heard many mystics speak about this time and their spiritual growth where it, it's just no thing, no sense of, of anything but darkness, a very depressing, difficult time to get through in meditative growth. It is as if we are back in the chaos before God's word was spoken and creation was founded, to use the Jewish fable. This phase also resembles the burial phase of Jesus' ministry. The last three alchemical steps in our psychic transformation take place in the gold or yellow phase. They're symbolic elements in line with this ancient list of fire, water, air, and earth are sulfur, mercury, and salt, or crystal, the three core materials used with in alchemy. The color yellow symbolizes the light of the infinite, which now enters our finite consciousness. As our meditative process enters the two-step stage of incubation, First, in the earth of the heart chakra, putrefaction composts the material remains of our childhood's immature mental creation of our understanding of self, spirit, and soul. Then fermentation is initiated as the word of God or Om in the Vedic tradition, comes in through the throat chakra to merge these self, soul, and spirit together into an androgynous trinity similar to the way Jesus' resurrection turned his being into an untouchable new body. This reborn androgynous mental trinity merges together all of the previous yin-yang dualities of soul and spirit, joining them to what is now our minimal sense of self, and they are integrated into the infinite awareness of our cosmic interdependence in the sixth step called distillation. It takes place in the forehead chakra. And this step opens our third eye of enlightenment, an eye which the Buddhists say that each of us already has when we're born into this world, but we just don't wake up to until we have moved into a more complex awareness through meditation. Opening this eye brings to our mental awareness for the first time a full comprehension of infinite concepts. Because it could be said that this birth of the infinite in our finite being is the birth of deity into our physical plane, it happens on Christmas time 
which is where the Catholics have historically joined all the deities' birthdays together. The final stage in this shift in personal awareness is called coagulation. Above our material body, in the crown chakra of our infinite being, our sense of space and time is dissolved as we realize that our true self encompasses all of the entire cosmos at each instant. The cultural consciousness of the West in general is just coming into this awareness with discoveries within quantum physics and string theory leading the way. Our soul's intuitive memories of the past are merged with our spirit's imagination to build and create our future into a full Zen awareness of the present moment. Coagulation generates a pure crystalline form of the same basic materials that we had at our starting point soul, spirit, and self. But in truth, no matter how our awareness grows, it always boils down to us being what Jesus called the salt of the earth. We return to our foundation of physical experience after every meditation, after we attain the more crystalline pureness of mental concepts, we return with an awareness of our infinite aspects. Just as Buddhist bodhisattvas may choose to return after reaching nirvana to help others to get there. Perhaps this mental return to the ground of our physical being is what is symbolized by the name of the prize which we have attained now, the philosopher's stone. This prize is actually our new sense of essence, which is now an acronym, which instead of having two S's, has the three S's symbolizing soul, spirit, and self. Because now... We are truly evolving self, soul, and spirit, evoking new creations effortlessly. Any questions? <laughs> well, good. No questions. Well, that means we've all reached full knowledge of the entire cosmos. So let's celebrate by singing our closing hymn.